y'all. It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka who keep licking my kneecaps. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Oh, it hurts. It hurts the left. <laughs> aka who keep putting yogurt in my beard. AKA the Komaki Tiger Dropper, AKA Maidenless and Tarnished. It's true. Shouts out to, uh, well, you had to be playing uh, Elden Ring to get that reference, but AKA the Undisputed, Undefeated, Uncontested, Social Distancing Champion. AKA the nigga live master bringing you yet another episode of switches sites episode 143 today's date is March 3rd, 2022. Um, man, hope everybody's enjoying uh, Elden ring. Um, man, it's definitely, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but I have to say it, it, I think it's always fun to be playing these types of games, uh, around its release. Cause I think that's when, um, you benefit the most from it. It's like a kind of a synergistic type feeling. I have to, I have to say, but we'll uh, save that for later in the show. Um, outside of that worldwise, you know, the world being the world, gas prices is going up. It's sad. It really is. It's horrible. Just throw throw the whole earth away. Just throw it away right now. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh outside of that, uh probably have a potentially shorter show, but you know what? I mean, I'm not gonna keep you here longer than I need you to be here. So don't fret. Um, it may be short, but it's going to be sweet though. <laughs> if you, <laughs> oh, it hurts. Uh, I've been, uh, been playing thrill of the fight and, uh, man, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the effects. Uh, it hurts to laugh. Um, but, but I must still laugh though. I'm gonna keep laughing. Don't, don't fret. Um, yeah. Outside of that. Well, I don't know. Um, yeah, we have a pretty good show for you nonetheless. So you know what? Let's stop the dilly dallying. If I could find my mouse. And let's get right into it. Uh, first topic of discussion. Hopefully my noise gate is, uh, or, um, compressor is compressing because I cannot hear myself. <laughs> so it might be louder than usual, but it's okay. Uh, first topic of discussion, um, Pokemon presents, uh, came out of nowhere, uh, this past Sunday. Um, and well, it was a present. All right. You know, it was, it, they presented that's for sure. Um, had a good amount of, obviously Pokemon related news, uh, just to highlight a couple, um, Pokemon go, uh, 
seems to be adding Pokemon from the Lohan region. I believe that's sun and moon from the sun and moon uh, generation of games are, I guess, periodically going to be added starting uh, March 1st. So pretty much by now uh, they should be added uh, Pokemon Master Sex. <laughs> I can't help but say it. it I mean, it, it just writes itself. Pokemon Masters EX. That's the if you want to be be very specific. Um, celebrating it's uh, Pokemon Day in 2.5 years since Pokemon Master Sex was released. Um, you can get 3,000 gems and scout 10 sync pairs each day for 10 days for free. Like, come on. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> um, Pokemon Cafe Remix, I guess another iPhone uh, phone game. Um, a couple bonuses. Uh, Pokemon Unite gets to fight to try out the mythical Pokemon Hoopa and earn its license. Whatever that means, as I do not play Pokemon Unite. But uh, it seems like a character maybe people were yearning for that they do get to try and mess with. Um, probably after that, the more notable announcement was uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, the game that recently came out that was pretty good, I might add. Um, they call this the Daybreak Update that is going to arrive, that pretty much arrived the day of uh, shortly after the uh uh, Pokemon presents presentation. Um, so basically it seems to be adding more quests. So at least to say verbatim, uh, we'll have trainers investigating mysterious mass outbreaks of Pokemon that are popping up all over the Hisui region. Uh, they will also be able to battle powerful opponents like legendary Pokemon and wardens adding yet more options to the Pokemon battle experience. Uh, you will, uh, if you get the pack, damn, I gotta do that. Uh, you receive 30 ultra balls, gigaton balls and jet balls, uh, by entering the password Arceus adventure, uh, in the mystery gifts menu before March 31st, 2022. Ah, gotta do that. <laughs> I gotta do that. Ah, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to lose that opportunity. Um, <laughs> Uh, they also announced the animated series set in the Pokemon Legends Arceus like uh, universe, um, the Hisui region that will launch later in 2022 with an original story. So, but uh, probably the biggest announcement of them all from this presents uh, was definitely uh, the next generation of Pokemon, uh, which is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I hope that I hope <laughs> I hope that came well. I hope I wasn't didn't sound uh, muted, but I tried. So, um, yeah, Pokemon Violet Scarlet and Violet. Um, they showed uh, also the starters. Uh, what were the starters? You got. Uh, Sprig, Sprig, Sprigatito, 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 I think it's Sprigatito, which is basically everybody's uh, memeing, memeing this uh, cat to oblivion. It's basically a grass type cat 
that uh looks like uh looks like a weed cat let's be honest that's what uh at least the universally the the memes and and whatnot are going around uh basically calling this the weed cat so i mean it it does it looks it basically looks like litten from the previous pokemon games but grass so and then uh you got fue coco which is a fire croc pokemon uh, that's definitely going to be my starter. If I do play this, that's for, that's for damn sure. I mean, fire type all day. Um, I will, I will, I will die by the fire, live by the fire, die by the fire. That's what I say. Uh, you got Quaxley, Quaxley, uh, water type duck Pokemon. Um, he looked like he, he too, uh, he looked very high maintenance, very, uh, metrosexual, you know? Um, he definitely, uh, you know, regularly gets the, uh, manicure pedicure. Um, he has it all. He has it all. <laughs> they do actually describe him the earnest and tidy ducky, po- ducky, duckling Pokemon. So he definitely, he definitely exudes like he's got some, got some pizzazz to him. You know what I mean? So, uh, all in all pretty dope, uh, starters, I have to say, um, I, re- I respect it. Uh, this, this Pokemon is also set in the, uh, what looks to be a, um, uh, Latin inspired locale, like themed off of uh, Latin culture, which, uh, is pretty dope too. So I'm digging it. I'm digging it. And also probably one of the biggest notable things of this uh, announcement is that it looks like they're, they are actually implementing a lot of what was, uh, already established in Pokemon legends, Arceus and bringing it into this game. So it seems to have a lot of the free roam actually being able to like physically throw Pokeballs at Pokemon and, you know, being able to sneak in and catch Pokemon that way, rather than, uh, always battling them. And as well as being able to pick your battles and fights if you choose to do so. It seems like, um, they didn't really show combat yet. Uh, they, but they definitely heavily implied that they're bringing a lot of what was in, in Pokemon legends, Arceus into, uh, Scarlet and Violet. So, and that's all I could ask for. That was probably my biggest hope. Um, post post beating, uh, legends Arceus is that they, hopefully implement all of these, uh, features into a mainline Pokemon game, which it looks like it is, uh, is going to do. So, um, I'm digging it. I'm all for it. Um, all in all, Hey, this might be, this might (laughs) get me back into the mainline Pokemon games for sure. I mean, technically I did with Arceus, but, um, if it, uh, if it, if it's, if it's, pretty similar to a uh, legends RCS. I'm count me in, count me in, got my Fui Coco, get my Fui Coco ready. And, uh, I'm off to the races, you know, I'm off to the races. <laughs> so, uh, and this is coming out, uh, later this year, like presumably November, November, uh, generally they've always released in November, all of the, you know, new Pokemon releases with the exception of, RCS earlier this year, but pretty surprising, uh, coming out this year, did not expect, uh, we would get a mainline Pokemon alongside like, uh, legends RCS, but we are. And, uh, this is also developed by game freak, 
of course, the mainline um, Pokemon developers that uh, also made uh, Legends Arceus as well. So I know some of these smaller teams, I think, have been doing the remakes. And I guess that maybe gave Game Freak time, um, which is Game Freak has been the, always been the primary developer of these new Pokemon games. I'm guessing that gave them time to, you know, make all of these these games in <laughs> succession, I guess. Uh, well, obviously considering everything. So I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to see more gameplay. Probably, uh, I'm, I'm guessing like summer games fest and, uh, you know, go from there. You know what I mean? All new entry in the Pokemon series. Liking them branching out now. They've, they're really, it definitely is apparent that they're embracing, embracing Latin culture with this one, which I think is, I think actually a big, a big market sector for Pokemon as well. So it makes sense. I like it. I like the aesthetic so far. It definitely seems way more, uh, volumetric, I guess, in terms of having more detail in the environments, uh, compared to legends Arceus. So, that's also a, I know that's been a complaint some people had with the game. Didn't bother me as much, but um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Moving on. Uh, Resident Evil, the series we all know and love. Uh, they dropped a tweet earlier this week, uh, where they announced that, uh, Resident Evil two, three, and seven are coming to PlayStation five and Xbox series sex, uh, with visual enhancements later this year. So that is really good. Um, also for people who own, uh, the games on previous platforms, uh, PlayStation four, Xbox one. Uh, are eligible to have a digital upgrade at no additional cost. And that's a huge one too. Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty big for Capcom, you know, Capcom going to be Capcom sometimes. And it, it seems like the Capcom move where they would, you know, force you to buy these games again, but thankfully, uh, they, they aren't doing that. So if you do have the previous versions and you upgrade to, uh, the next gen platforms, uh, you will be actually able to upgrade, um, upgrade to the, get a free digital upgrade where at least for those that may not know, uh, pretty much all the digital upgrades nowadays, if you have the previous version upgrade into the next gen version, you normally just use the, the PlayStation four disc as a token and then play the next gen version digitally. So for those that may be possibly curious, that's more than likely how it will work as well this time around. Um, I don't think they mentioned anything about save transferring. Uh, I think it's is pretty, I think it's pretty, um, presumed that you'll, uh, be able to, um, transfer your data from PS4 to PS5 and Xbox one, the series X and X. So I hope that they let you upgrade it. Um, please. I want, I want, I want all the trophies to pop in, in one, in a constant stream of 
dopamine, please. Capcom, if you're listening, please just do it for me. <laughs> Nobody else, just do it for me. <laughs> um, another thing as well is um, uh, that I actually wasn't sure about either that I felt like Capcom could go the more uh, uh, evil way, uh, um, money grubbing ways. Um, basically if you have the PC version as well of these games, you also get a free upgrade, um, to the next gen versions on PC or, you know, the equivalent for PC. If obviously you have the, um, respective proper hardware to capitalize on that, um, which is pretty dope. Upgrade patches for all three games will also be released for PC players at no additional cost when the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series SX versions launch. So, well, I know I'm <laughs> I'm definitely going to be playing some Resident Evil when this comes out again. Um, definitely looking forward to these enhancements. Um, do they they mention high FPS? So I'm guessing we we going to get that buttery super juicy, buttery smooth, 120 FPS mode. Uh, if you have the respective hardware for it, uh, ray tracing, uh, 3d audio for PlayStation. Uh, I think, uh, technically Xbox too, and dual sense support for PS five as well, which is pretty dope. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I may actually, uh, knowing me, I'm probably going to mess with all the versions to be honest, but, uh, yeah, man, I, um, I don't know why I'm surprised to see it, but I'm surprised to see it, uh, later this year, uh, as well. So I'm guessing maybe more than likely around the holiday season. Uh, if I would guess maybe earlier, maybe October, October will feel like a perfect time to drop this, to get people in the spirit as well as, uh, give people an excuse to play a horror game. If I was Capcom, I would definitely drop this around October. So we'll see. Hopefully, I mean, I know that the train has probably left the station, but um, I, I'm, I want my ticket. I still got my ticket with me, <laughs> but uh, here's hoping that maybe, I don't know, Resident Evil, they could surprise us and maybe, you know, give us a director's cut out of nowhere. You know, this would be a perfect time. I'm just saying, Capcom, this would be a perfect time. Do a director's cut add uh, the, some of the additional content for Resident Evil 3 to actually make that a fully complete game. Uh, add, add the clock tower back, you know? Uh, add Mercenaries mode. Come on, Capcom. Resident Evil 2, add a fully distinct um, scenarios, add the zapping system back. Uh, give us the, the more varied routes and stuff, um, the more deviated paths. That would be Capcom. I mean, come on. That would, you want to win us. You want to completely win us over. Ooh. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying if, if that, if that update happened to drop, I don't think any of us fans would be mad. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. All I'm, all I'm going to say. I'm going I'm to I'm leave it there. I'm going to leave it there. <sighs> Come on, Capcom, just give us that director's cut, please. I'm be I beg of you. Um, yeah. Cool, cool. 
I wonder if they might upgrade uh, RE7 to uh, PSVR as well, well alongside, um, you know, I think it's I think it's eminent that we're going to get RE8 VR for PSVR as well. Like I think we talked about before. So I could see, you know, maybe this getting buttered up a bit more at like a E3 uh, or, you know, whatever. I'm just going to call it E3 because that's the, you know, I think the most renowned naming convention for it, but around E3 that maybe they'll uh, drop some more news regarding these updates. Maybe we might get, maybe, maybe we might get that uh, highly requested, desired, uh, fervent even <laughs> uh, RE update. Come on, let's put, give, give, give us that damn Akuma Akuma mode for RE2. That was a big myth, but just make it a reality because that is a great idea. Cross promotion with, with your other IP. Street Fighter 6 is about to come out at well at some point. Ah, come on, Capcom. Do I do I do I gotta do your work for free for you? I'm just I'm just saying. Come on, Capcom. Please. For me and the whole Resident Evil community. Cause I think we all collectively uh do want <laughs> at least for sure RE three to be be put in a better spot. Cause uh ah, you know I'ma get I'm I'ma get off my pedestal. I'ma get off my pedestal. I'ma get off. All right. Just had just had to speak that into the universe. The possibility might, you know, somebody might grab it. Hope it. Here's the hoping. <sighs> but I digress. All in all, at least it's good to get some upgrades uh, to see uh, what they do add. So I'm definitely very much looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to more than likely playing this whole uh, what I guess next gen trilogy quadrilogy technically again. Um, most definitely. So good job, Capcom. This is one of the one of the greats. One of the great ones. Now, if we, <laughs> I hate to ask Capcom, but I mean, if we could just if we could get that out, Resident Evil Outbreak port remaster sometime soon, that'd be that'd be excellent. Highly, highly appreciated. But but I digress. <laughs> but I digress. OK, maybe we get Co-Veronica actually get Co-Veronica as well. I mean, I know that's actually for too much, but I mean, all right, I'm sorry. Oh, all right. <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> I think that'll conclude all the uh, uh, news for this week. Uh, so let's get to what I've been playing. Um, and I think you already know. I think it it should have been apparent. Um, Elden Ring. You already know. Elden Ring, man. Whew. Where do I start? I need to drink. I need to get a drink for this. Excuse me. Had to had to sip before this. Ah, man. Where do I even start? Huh. <laughs> This might actually be the full episode. <laughs> Just all this, this whole chunk talking about Elden Ring, but yeah. So 
I guess context in terms of my history with the, this, this series. So Elden Ring is the latest in the series from, uh, the developer from software who have, uh, made, uh, one of the most iconic games. And I'd say definitely one of the most, um, what's the word, uh, genre defining, um, dare I say revolutionary games, uh, in the gaming space. I think that's a safe statement. Um, so pretty much played all of the games in this genre, uh, and have beat them, played and beat them. Um, let's see. It started with, uh, technically demon souls, but I didn't play that until after, but, uh, I started with dark souls, which was, you know, had a lot of word of mouth, uh, and then, you know, slowly came to what it has been today, but played, played that. That was my first experience playing one of these types of games. And, uh, man, whoop my ass. I was not used to this type of game in terms of how hard it is. And then, um, it, it, I got to a point, it was these, I'll never forget these two bosses in uh dark souls, one Ornstein and smog. Uh, this game, the, the series is notorious for throwing two bosses at you at once and trying to juggle them, which, uh, yeah, I like kept dying, kept dying. I got to a point where, what, like my 50th or so death. I was like, you know what? I'm good. I, I literally had to st- <laughs> I put the controller down for like a good week. I think I, I, I recall, I remember vividly, like I took a good week break from playing that game. Then I, you know, got up, got, got enough gumption to come back and, uh, actually finish what I started. So I was pretty deep into the game too, mind you, but got back into it and then, uh, succeeded. And then it was, it was fairly decent sailing from there. Of course, a few hitches here and there, but nothing too catastrophic as that, that huge, just, halt for me in, in, in that respect. So, um, then beat the game and I've never felt such a feeling of success and, uh, fulfillment, um, which I think is always just the, the hallmark of these games is, you know, of course, say what you will about the difficulty, which is totally understandable. I totally understand that. But, uh, I mean, I think that is the appeal as well where, you know, the, it, it kind of has a hidden meaning to it where it's like, you know, uh, being able to persevere under very adverse conditions and actually overcoming them and getting that fulfillment from failing so many times and actually being able to succeed, uh, over those challenges is definitely, uh, I think generally the appeal, um, that is with these games, um, which I felt a lot of times. And, uh, of course, you know, there, there are the, the pockets of get good and stuff like that. I'm not in that ballpark. I mean, it's like, Hey, this game is tough. It will beat your ass. And that's pretty much what this game is about. That's essentially kind of like, I think a mechanic in of itself with this game, with the difficulty that, uh, that's this just what this game is. And, you know, it's not for everybody. And that's, you know, totally understandable. That's totally understandable. So, um, but yeah, 
pretty much uh, played all of the other ones after that. I was hooked since playing that. Uh, I eventually came back to Demon Souls as well. Um, and yeah, I played uh, Dark Souls 2, 3, um, Bloodborne, which was fantastic. And then Sekiro, which was pretty different, but still somewhat of the same ilk uh, in, in that genre as well. And then uh, the, the remake that came out also. So at least background personally for me playing this series and my kind of uh, attachment to the series since then. Um, but yeah, ever since I played <laughs> and played the first house, I'm like, okay, I'm digging these games now. Now that I get it and I'm in it, um, I get it. So context, that's all. So now coming fast forward to Elden Ring's release now, uh, playing it, um, have to say I'm very much enjoying it. Uh, it, 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 it's pretty amazing to see how this game, this, um, I guess template of the previous games actually really translates well to an open world dynamic which uh, I think I was kind of concerned about in some aspects. Um, I guess one of the uh, the main ones was like, I guess it depends on who you are, but being able to get out of situations easily, more easily than other, than uh, the traditional games, because you're not as confined as much um, in most aspects uh, as the previous games where it's more open world, but at least the format works really well, where it's a lot of area to cover. And then um, through little pockets, you like discover dungeons and, you know, labyrinths and all that stuff. And they're like levels kind of similar to a traditional souls game that you explore. And then once you, you know, complete it, generally like defeating a boss, you leave and then, you know, go on to the next thing. So that's kind of like, I'd say the, the loop, uh, of this game, um, which I think, I think caters to people that haven't played those games in some respects, but at the same time, it is still pretty tough. If this is your first souls game, I think for people that haven't played a souls game before, um, thinking that this game may possibly, uh, change your opinion on souls games. I don't think it'll do that. If you don't, it's hard to say it like if you don't like a souls game, you just don't like it. I think I don't, I can't, I feel like people are either hot or cold on this. There's normally no like warm or, you know, median in terms of if you of liking this game or not, cause you, you pretty much have to be fully in or not. I feel I've never heard of anybody playing these games, actually beating the game and being like, yeah, it was okay. You know, I guess technically maybe for like some of the previous souls games, I would say maybe two or three. I think some people, there's some uh, discrepancies there, but I'd say generally you either, yeah, you either like a souls game or you don't. And then that normally translates to either liking or not liking the whole series. Uh, at least from what I've gathered from like just the general word of mouth from people, I'd say. Um, so, I mean, that in and of itself, it is a very niche game. Um, also George R. Martin, uh, George R. R. Martin has been involved in this, uh, to my understanding, he's like made the, I guess, kind of the Bible of the, the kind of the groundwork of the story. And then, um, uh, Miyazaki has 
pretty much went went off with that with you know everything else it seems like because uh <laughs> i know i think people have questioned his involvement in this in this series a lot but uh he yeah at least that's that's to my understanding what has as much as his involvement has been but i mean at the same time it's like <laughs> that is a pretty much a pretty reputable name to add for marketing as well so i mean i would not be surprised if that also was the added benefit of involving uh, George R. R. Martin with this series, but you can definitely tell a little bit of his um, influence has been involved uh, compared to, you know, the souls games. So definitely evident. I would say um, I've, I've only played about 10 hours or so now. <laughs> I would love to have played more, but I've, of course, a lot of stuff has been getting in my way. Um, actually, <laughs> most notably was ironically building a PC to play this game. But <laughs> the funny thing is, I guess that's one thing, too. I've been playing the PC version and, um, you know, at least from all the reviews and stuff that's coming out, uh, it's pretty evident that uh, it definitely needs some optimization work, even with like the strongest PC that like I built <laughs> still, it still has issues with stuttering, uh, where it, it, it seems somewhat kind of random in some cases, I guess, calculated, but the game will, uh, drop drastically in frame rate and then, then come back in terms of dipping. And if you don't have a, uh, VRR or, um, G sync, a, uh, G sync or free sync monitor or TV, um, you will notice a lot more uh, stuttering as well that I didn't as much since I do have uh, supported um, TV that that uh, that does support that. So essentially it'll you if you have it, you won't notice the dips. But if you don't, you will notice them uh, much more. But if it drops so low, uh, it also will still be noticeable regardless, which is also the case in my scenario with uh, my setup. So um a bit of a bummer, but it, 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 it only happens. It doesn't happen enough to be detrimental to your experience. I'd say it is notable. Like, damn, wow. It, the frame rates is definitely dropped. I was like, damn, what's going on? But hopefully they'll patch it in due time. Um, but uh, at least they seem, they, they seem to express that they're aware of it. So, uh, I think for console is much a uh, better experience from what I've heard. Again, if you have a VRR supported monitor, VRR G-Sync FreeSync TV monitor, you'll have a better experience. Um, and I think in that respect, it's preferred to, to go uh, Series X if you have it um, alongside uh, VRR. Uh, I think maybe the, the 1X might have VR as well. So mileage may vary again. Uh, I know an additional like pro tip trick that, uh, people have caught on to is that, uh, if you have, if you get the PS4 version of the game, whether it be disc or digital, um, you can't get the, you, you don't want to get the PS5 disc because it doesn't come with the previous version only works the other way. If you get the PS4 version and you have a PS5 and you play the PS4 version on a PS5, uh, you get you get a smooth 60 FPS frame rate that way. But you know, of course you take a hit in terms of the frame rate and stuff like that. So a lot of, um, uh, just balancing, but, uh, at least for me personally, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable. I mean, the trade off, I mean, that looks beautiful on a, 
<sighs> maxed out, just maxed out settings on PC. Oh, just, uh, this game is beautiful, man. I have to say the environments who they are, they're, uh, I'm getting a little roused right now. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're really good. So I have to say, uh, at least personally, I'm totally fine with PC still, uh, consider everything considered. And I'm pretty sure it'll be patched, uh, eventually. So, um, yeah, outside of that, I'm trying to think of anything else that is, uh, <laughs> um, of course, you know, with the online aspect, that's one of the great things about this game. And also why I would recommend playing like these games around release, uh, more than any other game in like, uh, any other respective series, I guess outside of fighting games is the fact that like, it's just this decentralized kind of, uh, community of, um, how do I describe it? Centralized community of just bouncing ideas from each other and like kind of that synergy that I feel like is more lost the, the further into the life of this game that, uh, you know, it becomes, you know what I mean? So just figuring stuff out, of course, when you're playing the game, people trolling you with messages, but also some messages, messages helping you out, uh, where, you know, there might be an ambush coming up ahead. Uh, be wary of ambush ahead. You might get that or, <laughs> or somebody just, just being, uh, not, uh, snobby, like, um, uh, good, uh, good treasure ahead. And then, you know, you, Oh, somebody got me. And then of course, man, I'm, I'm getting tired of it. Uh, I think we need to make a change.org petition or something for people to stop messaging, uh, uh, th- is this a secret, a uh, secret maybe? And then <laughs> me, like every single one I fall for every time, like an idiot, I just try to roll into the wall and see if it, uh, makes a secret path. Cause at least for the previous games, there have actually been some areas where there is a legit secret path, uh, hidden area where you just, if you roll or hit it, it'll actually unveil magically, uh, a hidden secret area to go to. But, uh, son of a bitch, every time I just get burned and pissed and I downvote the the message. So you can do that as well. If you, you know, a message (laughs) wasn't helpful or accurate or just trolly, you can downvote technically. I forgot what it's called, but essentially downvote upvote, um, for messages. Um, I'm guessing, I believe the messengers get some, uh, award. I'm, I'm guessing for any type of, um, uh, engagement with it anyway. So, so yeah, that's, that's a fun experience. I have to say it, it, I love the, the, the dichotomy of it being uh good or bad where it's like, yeah, it could be very helpful or just very trolly. Of course you get the messages off a cliff. Uh, try jumping. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not dummy. No, I'm not that stupid. But, but, but at the same time, I'm a roll into a blank wall because I, I have the, just the underlying hope that it might actually be, be a, uh, just, it just that one chance. It might actually be a hidden path that I, you know, give me a nice super booger sword or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I, and I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface of this game, which is just crazy to me. I only play like 10 hours so far. 
And I feel like it's still so much more to explore in this world, which is just great. I'm looking forward to just more pain. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I do. I, I couldn't, I don't think I could recommend somebody who's yeah, definitely not in the souls games and have tried other souls games actually get into this one because I think this is just as tough, if not more in some aspects than uh previous games as well. So yeah, I, I have a hard time. Rec- I mean, the biggest thing that I think is helpful or that I noticed is that you definitely get a lot more informative uh, tutorials about stuff, at least generally the basic stuff, or I'd say the essentials that I don't think you really, you really did not get in any of the other souls games, but in this one, they, I've, I, I was surprised by how much they actually uh, informed you of certain stuff that otherwise they wouldn't have, uh, which I think is definitely a boon for people who are trying a souls game for the first time legitimately. Um, and then the open world aspect, I think helps a lot too. I think with dark souls and all the traditionally formatted games where it's generally pretty linear for the most part, um, or at least isn't as open as of course this game, but, um, you have a lot more flexibility to like, if I go to a specific dungeon and like (laughs) really pretty much whenever you go to a new dungeon or area, pretty much the first few enemies you fight, you can, at least for me, haven't played all the previous souls games. You get a pretty good like gauge about like, uh, no, this is, this is a little too hard. This is, I think I need to come back versus like, you know, oh yeah, I could definitely do this. I think after, you know, playing these games for a while, you definitely get that feel. And I guess maybe that's one thing that might get lost for people that maybe haven't looked up how to play or recommendations of playing that like might get lost to them is just the biggest thing I would recommend is just, you know, coming back, like get leaving the area and coming back when you're stronger and trying to find some other areas that are more your level and then coming back. And that's pretty much been kind of the, the, uh, general, um, kind of, a technique for the previous souls games as well, where there, there has been a lot of flexibility within a more linear, like, I guess, based areas where you still have that dynamic, but they're just, they just aren't as numerous as aren't as numerous as uh Elden ring in terms of the vast areas and lands you can explore. So, um, yeah, but yeah, I have to say, I'm just really digging it. Uh, loving the new mechanics. Um, uh, I don't recall, I, I'm guessing it was in the previous games, but the fact that you can actually, uh, do these specific weapon attacks, I think that was in other games, but maybe just not as prominent as is, as it is now, because I don't recall it. Uh, I really love the guard counters now, um, where essentially when you block with a shield and you block. So like when they hit you and you know, they make the contact and get, blown back because you blocked, you can, uh, hit the right trigger, uh, R2 right after an attack and do, uh, like a stunning, I forgot what it's called, but it's basically a powerful, like counter like ish attack that normally breaks their like invisible stamina gauge where if, if, if it gets depleted, they'll knock down in the same way as if they were parried or whatever and give you really strong 
stab attack or whatever, depending on your weapon, that uh gives them uh get gives them that big damage. Just give them that big damage. So, um, yeah, a lot of uh very you know minuscule, cool additions. You can freaking jump now, which is weird to me as somebody who's played all the previous Souls games. I'm used to just holding the B button to run and then tapping the B button at the you know at the point of of jumping. <laughs> point of jumping to actually jump instead of actually having a dedicated button to jump. So that's been kind of weird to get used to. Uh, having a horse is pretty dope. Loving the horse edition. Uh, it does help you get, get out of some sticky situations, but at the same time it will fuck your life up in some other scenarios. Um, I was playing this one level and I was navigating, you know, going full speed. Uh, these enemies that have like super, Super Bowls or whatever got me with one. Some dude sidetracked me out off camera and shot me like a second right after, and then then insta kill. You died. Try again. So <laughs> that's been um that's been interesting. Um, so yeah, I think there's just some some scenarios that definitely suit you better to have a horse uh ha- engage in horse combat, and others where it is more makes more sense to you know, go on foot. Um, but all in all, they're pretty great additions. Um, the world is beautiful. And then there's, you know, exploring various areas. If you kill these certain enemies within the area, you get, uh, uh, Etsus from, from doing that. Ah, it's, uh, I'm really loving it. And I'm, I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface. At least what I've been hearing is like 80, 80 plus hours to, you know, complete this game, I guess, presumably doing everything side related, which I'm definitely going to do with this game. I'm, I'm going to take my damn time. I'm going to die, die and enjoy these vast lands and take my time with all this death. Uh, haven't been finding too many new weapons, but in the end, it's like, I feel like I still have barely scratched the surface of this game, which is still crazy as hell to me. But, um, yeah, man, Elden Ring is, uh, is something I definitely, all the reviews definitely are looking to add up, uh, getting all these tens and nines and I'm seeing it so far as a, as a, of course, would have, would have preface that I am a, you know, huge souls fan. So, um, yeah, uh, try finger, butthole. So <laughs> that's been, the. I guess that's the new meme that's probably gonna gonna it seems to be growing from this of the uh yeah, just the uh, try finger butthole. So yeah, we we have not grown up at all, have we? <laughs> Man, yeah, without spoiling any other stuff, um really digging Elden Ring. Really digging it. If you are a fan of the Souls games, I think this is definitely feels like it's gonna be a like definitely very much in at least so far it's definitely my goatee running right now. I uh, definitely see this being my goatee so far, unless maybe it gets dethroned by God of war or something or, you know, any other thing yet. I think so far this is definitely feeling like my goatee so far. So, ah, uh, so good. So good. You can hug people. You can hug women 
And uh, they are <laughs> apparently I saw this recently that if you hug this one woman from uh, this area, I won't mention, but hug this one woman uh, from this area, I guess they de- it debuffs your health, but I think it gives you some other benefit. I forgot, but I hugged her twice. So I don't know if I got like a 10% deduction in my health. Now I didn't notice it. At least they normally would signify it by like a cut bar with your whole health and signifying that, Hey, this health, this, this, this area is, you know, capped off because of whatever said thing. So that's fun. And of course I presume there's going to be a lot of interesting hidden stuff that, uh, I won't probably spoil myself now. Maybe, uh, I'm actually like, I've never felt this way and like, uh, play through so early, but I don't know, man, this game is definitely giving me heavily, heavy, heavy, like play it again vibes, which I, I think I potentially might do. And that's a, that's since bloodborne has, I think the last I played, played a souls game multiple times, at least for bloodborne, it was because of an exploit that I wanted to exploit as much as I could. before uh they got patched it was like some blood blood uh echoes duke glitch that i uh couldn't get enough of that i just <laughs> i just kept playing the game again because i was like i can't do this again so let me play it as much as i can so that <laughs> no. <laughs> was a uh, man those are fun times those are very fun times but hopefully uh i think i've saw some stuff like again with people duping and stuff so can't get away from that duping Hey, from software go keep stay duping. I gotta do it. Stay, stay duping. duping. <laughs> oh man, Elden Ring is great, man. It is from software is not missing, man. They are not missing. Ah, oh, Jesus, they just won't stop. They just won't stop coming with this fire. My goodness. <sighs> yeah, so that is uh, Elden Ring, and of course, that's all, the only game I've been playing, and at least I'll find the time to play. So, who, man, it's good, it's good. Okay, um, <laughs> that, that I think that literally took like a huge chunk of <laughs> what I thought was gonna maybe be a shorter show actually became bigger. With all that said, that concludes what I've been playing. Get into what I've been watching real quick. Um, firstly, um, been getting a lot into this uh, Shenmue anime. So basically, for those that don't know, Shenmue is like one of the revolutionary games back in the Dreamcast era. One of the, I think, first most expensive games made at the time around 2001, I want to say, that uh, came out on the Dreamcast. And, um, I think I never really played it back then, but I recently played it somewhat recently back in like 2015 ish, uh, where I played one that was on a dreamcast and two that came out on the Xbox afterward because of <sighs> RIP dreamcast. It just, they didn't appreciate you like I did, but I digress, uh, on the, uh, Xbox as well. And then now they, uh, a couple years ago, they dropped collections for both the PlayStation four and Xbox, uh, one in series. Well, no, mainly the one. Um, but of course you can play them on the upgraded consoles. So 
Um, I still have yet to play Shenmue 3. I thought, man, that is definitely going to happen at some point. But um, yeah, so pretty much this anime follows the plot. At least so far, it seems to be just following the first game. And I'm guessing maybe they're doing it season based, like the first season. It seems to just be uh, presumably covering the first the, the events of the first game. Excuse me. And the second season is presumably going to follow the second game, I'm guessing. And then, you know, if there's a third, presumably the third game. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really digging how they're it's fascinating. Somebody who's played the games, uh, from that angle, seeing how they're translating this anime, uh, from the video game to anime form in terms of like, you could definitely tell they're, they're they've been very faithful to the game in terms of like searching for people. Like they, I love how they show like he didn't just like, they don't, you know, slow it down, uh, for people that, um, you know, haven't played the games, but they definitely convey like, Hey, we play the game. We know where we're, how we're translating this essentially. But you know, him, uh, talking to various people and you, uh, me playing the game, recognizing a lot of the folks, like, uh, <laughs> one of the biggest notable ones, at least I'm just going through like, uh, I think I watched, I think all four episodes up till now, they premiere every Sunday, I want to say, but, uh, at least <laughs> the most notable one, oh man, can't forget about him. Uh, my boy, Mark, my boy, Mark, the, uh, forklift operator from the games. Uh, if you play the games, uh, playing the forklift level, <laughs> it was, it was just something about it was so iconic and you, it definitely felt like they successfully translated them to the anime as well, where they have the same characteristics and, and, and everything. So really digging it, really digging the combat and action. Uh, Rio, he, who them elbows are fierce. Watch out them elbows. Don't underestimate the elbows, man. I'm just saying. So, uh, really great. I do recommend it. I'd say hell, even if you haven't played the games, I think you still, uh, will get some enjoyment out of this anime too. Um, I think I may be biased because, (laughs) because obviously playing the games and being a fan of the games that, uh, I more than likely biased, but at least from my perspective, it does seem like it does a really good job of translating the the story from the first one to anime form, which I think is just as good. So I do recommend it. If you, uh, if that's your thing, you know, a uh, young high school kid, just, just trying to get these damn mirrors to avenge his father, you know, Blondie just, just causing breaking havoc, you know? So Shenmue, watch it. I think it's on adult swim as well. I think I'm assuming they're like tsunami lineup, I'm guessing, but it's all, it's on Crunchyroll as well as, uh, uh, adult swim, uh, in terms of the show programming, presumably. So also, of course, just like a, like a, like a sad, like a, like a sad slave. Um, whoa, whoa, uh, walking dead. Um, with this episode, last episode, um, they basically, uh, this is post time skip and, uh, you know, they show a little bit of the dynamics in terms of the current time now, uh, pretty much after time has passed and, 
uh, who um, like Daryl and uh, pretty much a lot of the crew from Alexandria have like come come to the Commonwealth and been uh, pretty much ingrained instilled into the Commonwealth and a couple some of the dynamics uh, Mercer uh, in terms of being a bodyguard and trying to train Daryl and Rosita and how those dynamics are coming into play. And then Mercer, like, I see, I see you, Daryl, you, you, you a loner. You don't gotta be a loner, man. This is, this is about teamwork, Daryl. This is about, this is about teamwork. <laughs> and then like, just take some with them to do stuff because he sees that oh, what, what man, Daryl just got this damn appeal to just be uh, something about Daryl. Well, I mean, he, him as a character has done it for himself, really. Just the Norman Reedus has really done it, really. <laughs> that like every freaking enemy adversary that comes to him, everybody's like, uh, <laughs> they were like, oh man, I like, I like your spunk, man. All right, join my crew. Come on, you. Oh, you're really. Oh man, I love your spunk, man. You can join my crew. I, I, what has it been like, Negan? Negan was like, hey, Daryl, man, I like your style. All right, I want you to be one of us. Uh, what was it? Uh, the Reapers. Oh man, Daryl. Yeah, you you you're pretty all right, man. I like your no bullshit attitude. Come with us. <laughs> who who else was it? Did he join the Reapers? I mean the Rippers. Um, the Whispers. I feel like he. No, I don't think. I think that was the only one he hasn't joined. But it's like. <laughs> It feels like the ongoing theme was like, oh yeah, Daryl. Yeah. I like your spunk, man. Come join us. <laughs> Which I mean, I understand like if Daryl was in like a, if Daryl was in an RPG, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I was like, man, I, I, if whatever, like crazy prerequisites I'd have to meet to get him to join my, my party. <sighs> I'm, I'm ha oh, you're going to have to, you're going to have to uh, dodge a, a hundred, a hundred crossbows when you fight him to join him, to join your crew. Ah, I guess, <laughs> uh, I guess I better get a save ready. <laughs> I, better, I better get a, uh, better get my saves coming ready. So, uh, it's true. It's very true. Yeah. Daryl is definitely that, uh, Daryl is like the, uh, Vincent Valentine, of a uh, TV, it feels like in terms of just being a, this very elusive, um, loner esque, a loner that can also participate with, with the crew when he needs to type guy that you just, ah, you just, the it's just that, that, that hidden, just, I don't even know how to describe it. That just, uh, elusive. Um, I don't know too much about him type just vibe that just attracts you to him. I, I understand it. I understand the women. I understand why the women love him. I I've, I've definitely understand that way earlier, but it's just funny now putting it in perspective, just like <laughs> all the enemies always want in some way he ends up joining their, their team, which is, it just kills me every time. But I mean, I get it at the same time. So, <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm digging. I, I have to say though, I'm still digging the walking dead. This is kind of like, it's kind of been my guilty pleasure at this point, but you know, considering how people have been, I, I wouldn't say people are like deliberately dogging it. I mean, they left for very understandable reasons, but I'm just, 
I'm just stuck with it so long. I can't stop. I can't stop. Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving on. And of course, uh, that's why we are getting this show pretty late tonight. Um, I, uh, in matter of fact, uh, came back recently, uh, just got back from watching, uh, the Batman. Let me do it. The Batman. Um, who first off, uh, spoilers for, uh, the Batman. Um, I did put this at the end of the show, so totally understand if you don't want to hear any spoils for the Batman, uh, thank you for watching and listening, but, uh, just want to get it out. Just want to get this out. Um, man, <sighs> the Batman. After watching it, this is like post recency, recency bias me. I don't know, but just after me recently watching it, it was okay. Wasn't fantastic. I wasn't too like, oh, I love this, you know, and I don't know. That's kind of where, uh, I don't know. I think it just, just speaks more to my taste than anything, but um, man, I'm not going to try to fully spoil stuff, but I'm going to try to keep it pretty light, I guess. But I don't know. At least with the biggest thing that I, I, I think just didn't work for me is uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman. Um is definitely a different take. Uh, it seems like he's a much, he's probably the youngest Batman we've seen. I think in the entirety of the Batman verse or Batman previous Batman movies. Um, which I mean, is fine, but I don't know at the same time, it's like, it, it feels very, uh, we get this different distinct Batman, which is very emo Batman, which that in of itself, I'm not really a fan of, I think in general, which I think is part of why I think the Robert Pattinson Batman isn't working for me. I kind of liked, I, I, I love the older suave, um, debonair, even, um, I guess even a little bit of specs of Tony Stark as well, I guess, uh, presumably really, um, of, uh, that, that, that's always my kind of perfect envisionment of Batman. Personally, I've always liked that, that form of Batman better. I don't know. You, you definitely get vibes that this is a recent, a new Batman. That's kind of working, getting into his swing where, you know, he's like uh parachuting off a building and, you know, is very poorly <laughs> doesn't clean the landing like a, a older, more seasoned Batman would. Um, his uh, Batmobile doesn't fully start starts when he when he wants it to, and it, it definitely. It, I think it's very apparent that this is a much younger, definitely a very young Batman. Um, which is again f- fine. 
but I don't know. I, I wanted, uh, but even with that, even with that in mind, I mean, I did like the action pieces when they existed. And that was my other gripe with this movie is that I wished that there was more action set pieces in this movie that I feel like I'm guessing, I'm curious if that, if that is what was cut. Cause apparently I just read recently that, um, there is going to be apparently a four, a four hour Zack Snyder, like Zack Snyder justice league. <laughs> what is up with DC and these super long <laughs> cuts? But, uh, apparently there's going to be a four hour cut for like the DVD, um, release, um, blue a DVD releases. So curious to see what the direction would be with that type of, of movie. I will say the pacing of the movie was very great. Um, it did not feel like a three hour movie. It, it felt like the pacing was really good where I, I really didn't, it didn't feel like, man, uh, we at the hour mark or whatever. Um, but I think everything that was in made sense and was justified being in there. I just wish for, I just wish there was more action. It felt like it felt too suspense thriller E, which I know that's Batman's thing as well, where he's, um, he's the world's best detective. And, you know, they definitely went, went very much hard into that, that direction. But, uh, I mean, he does <laughs> beat up bad guys too, um, which I felt needed a, a little bit more, um, portrayal, I think in this movie that I, I was kind of yearning for that. Uh, I just wanted more of as somebody who's a fan of the Marvel movies, um, you know, but I know again, for maybe the more harder core, <laughs> harder core, the more hardcore fans, um, that this, this is might be exactly what they wanted from a Batman movie for me. <sighs> I don't know. Just uh, Robert Pattinson was not doing it for me as Batman. Just, I don't know. Just this emo. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of emo Batman. I take Batfleck over emo Batman. But that's, <laughs> that is one thing in this movie did make me wish <laughs> that was a constant thought I had while watching this movie was that, man, I kind of wish, I wish Bat, Batfleck had got his movie that uh, he was trying to, trying to get, um, I would have loved to see that just out of the curiosity, what that would have looked like. But, uh, uh, Catwoman, she does have a pretty prominent role in this. She was pretty good. Uh, Zoe Kravitz. I mean, she, man, she, Zoe Kravitz is be Kravitz. And you know, I mean, I mean, she could put, <laughs> let me stop. Me, let me, let me get my thirst out real quick. I mean, Zoe Kravitz could put some, uh, put some of that Zoe on my Kravitz, you know, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I apologize. I only get one. I only get one. All right. Um, uh, the penguin was pretty good. Uh, Colin Farrell, which is crazy. Like you would never, if you, if, if he was like unlisted as a person or actor playing this guy, or you say it's some random dude. I was like, oh, okay. Um, cause man, it does not look like Colin, Colin Farrell at all. Um, I know that, I mean, they obviously use like heavy prosthetics, uh, to give him the look of penguin. Apparently he's going to have uh, at least what I heard that he's going to have his own HBO spinoff series. I presumably within this universe still, 
Um, uh, so that's going to be, I'm curious to see what that, what that's going to look like. But, uh, he was pretty good. Um, the, the main, um, I always forget it. Is it antagonist or protagonist? Every time, every time if I can find my mouse, it's gonna, it's kick, it kicks my ass every time. And my mouse does not want to cooperate. Just cooperate with me, please. 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 Antagonist. Uh. Fuck. Protagonist is the main character story. Antagonist may be the good guy. So antagonist. Ah, kick my ass every time. I hate it. So, uh, the main antagonist of the story is, uh, the Riddler, which I think is, I don't think there's been, I think others other than like Batman and Robin, I think George Clooney, George Clooney nipple Batman was, I think the only other series that had the Riddler specifically included. Um, but yeah, I did. I definitely liked this portrayal of the Riddler. Um, I think he was a very interesting take on the Riddler where he's more kind of a unknown. Well, he was masked. He was masked and not like as, um, what's the word? Um, Sadidi, dare I say bougie, uh, what is it? Flossy, fancy, I don't know, as a, what is the word? Like flamboyant, I'd say flamboyant as like previous iterations of the Riddler has been where they're more um, dramatic. I'd I'd even say dramatic, but at least this take of uh, the Riddler is more demented, psychotic even, which I thought was a pretty cool spin on the Riddler, uh, which I really dug. So I did like the Riddler. Uh, His, his origins were generally pretty understandable, relatable. I'd say, you know, kind of almost straddled that line of kind of like Killmonger and Thanos in terms of like, uh, you know, villain where it's like, ah, I kind of see where you're coming from, man. I kind of, have a hard time like going against you now, you know, type of type of thing. So, uh, it was interesting. Um, he, he definitely in terms of the, the, I guess the basis of the story, he definitely, I think was a pretty good, <laughs> a pretty great non Joker villain. I think, uh, I think we all need a break from, uh, Joker. <laughs> um, so yeah, all in all though, yeah, it was okay. I don't know. I just felt like I wanted more. I felt like it was just missing action. And I just wasn't a big fan of, uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman. I just was not really feeling emo Batman. I really wasn't. I don't know. Just, just was not doing it for me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was just, uh, it was all right. It was all right. It was a, it was a decent watch. Um, <laughs> as a primarily, I guess 
I can't even say that. I, literally almost any superhero movie I generally watch. So I can't even say I'm like a Marvel fan now. So the watch what? What was the last DC movie? I guess Suicide Squad, which I technically watched. So, too. So, I mean, yeah. It's cool. I mean, it was all right. Just wasn't. I, 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 I am curious to see the four. <laughs> I am curious to see the four hour cut, though. I just to see if it if, if it would be better. But um, yeah, yeah. The Batman did not do it for me, but uh, I had a good time. I had fun. So. Yeah, outside of that. That's pretty much it. So. Well, that being said, I think uh, that'll conclude uh, episode 143 of Switches Sites. Um, if you did like uh, this podcast, uh, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe on your various podcasts and platforms. Uh, you can catch me uh, record this podcast live on Twitch TV slash Switch on Thursday evenings. Uh, you can also catch the archive of uh, Switch Sites podcast on YouTube.com slash Switch. We also have a lot of old, <laughs> old videos way back that you might get a kick out of as well. But until then, y'all, um, hey, happy Elden Ring time. Uh, kiss your girlfriend or whatever. I don't know. And you know what? On while on, on on that fact, feel free to fuck. <laughs> get your damn game on. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe.